And it's not like it's not like Liver King being like, hey, primals. But like Is it people like running on all fours and Hi, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so it is Sunday morning, bright and early. Um, Gabby is asleep, I'm assuming, <laughs> but we can forgive her because she is very deep into prep right now. Yes. How many weeks out is she? Like six? Yeah. Something like that. It's amazing. Yeah, so exciting. Exciting. Um, so six weeks out, I always say six out is when you really hit that like oh holy shit I am tired I'm in prep everything hurts I'm lean this is hard and so like you know sometimes you just need a good sleep in yeah I agree it's probably about the six month or six week mark too for me where I'm like damn I know I'm really feeling it and then it's four weeks out where you're like, wow, it hurts to like sit. No, that's usually like eight weeks, but yeah. Oh yeah, about four weeks. And then two weeks, you're like, am I alive? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine what that feels like anymore right now, but. Um, I know. That's, that's why cool. like, <clears throat> that's why I think why people prep so much. Well, true competitors, because when you're in the off season, like you forget you kind of forget the bad stuff and you only remember like the good stuff and then when you get back into prep again you're like oh my god I forgot about all this like shit like oh. the prep sauna, the prep sweats oh my god like sleeping is like such a task for me in prep and sleeping I always forget task? about that pardon me yeah you've mentioned that before that you like that you get like sweaty at night oh so bad I'm like so I'm, bad I'm so cold when I'm in prep all the time I am until I go to sleep and then it's like ugh, it's horrific <laughs> yeah well anyway Gabby's hopefully having a really good sleep um she had a big weight drop this this week I think or like the last week or so so um, yeah. things are really coming together she looks awesome yeah so, she looks so good I'm really yeah. excited for her yeah her shape is completely different so she is it's going to have been two years since she was on stage is that right yeah I'm pretty sure she did her last show yeah it was yeah 2021 so yeah yeah I'm really excited for her I'm really sad because I'm not going to be able to make it but in person oh yeah Yeah. are you going to be coming to the van pro qualifier the next weekend no I won't be able to oh okay darn it's going to be good Um, yeah it's just because I'm going to be starting a new job and I already had that trip booked to Calgary because my best friend lives in Egypt so when she comes home she her home base is Calgary so I'm flying out there to see her while she's home and unfortunately it overlaps and then when I get back I'm right into a new job so oh yeah yeah and I don't know what my schedule is going to be yet so Okay. I might be able to make it if my schedule allows it, but we will see. We will see. Okay. Well, I'll be there to cheer her on in person. 
and she's yeah. going to do great. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. She's going to do the Vancouver um, Vancouver Natural Championships, the regional show, and then four weeks later, I think, is the yeah four weeks later is the natural pro qualifier. And I've done that one twice, and it was it's, it's a really good experience. So, where is that one in Toronto? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, the, it's in the hotel that's got the convention center like attached to it. Yeah, I competed yeah. there before. It's, yeah, it's, it's really nice. really handy and convenient. There's like a fitness center, Starbucks, Starbucks in there. Yeah, like all in the in and the conference center and everything. It's all attached. It's all one building, which just makes it so convenient. I know, especially because we're not from there. <sighs> I didn't have a car like, when I was there. Yeah, which is why every show in Vancouver should be at the Delta that the Van City was at. You never went, but it's like, no, why isn't every show there? Because like always our shows are always like, oh, there's one venue here and then it's a 15 minute drive to the tanning place. And then, you know, know. the meeting is at the hotel and then it's like, yeah, it's just a... I know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So today episode 31 of the overall package podcast and we are going to chat about the fitness industry trends in 2023 and if they are like just what we think of them and if they are helpful as a bodybuilder or if that's just like noise and something we should getting in the way yeah for sure we should play it like smash or pass (laughs) smash or pass (laughs) and then we'll tell and then we'll say like why well, I've got like a bunch of different um, things open, like um, pages open, like with a bunch of different lists of like what are like the top fitness trends like right now. And okay, let's tear them, and I'll we'll say if we smash or pass them and why. Okay, they're in no particular order. Okay, um, seventy-five hard challenge. Smash. I tried I'll tell to, you why. I tried to smash. I didn't <laughs> I had to pass, I mean. Um, I've never done it myself, but I'll tell you why I smash it. I, I probably wouldn't do it myself, but I like the concept around it because it challenges people to kind of get on track and change their habits. And I had a personal training client do the 75 hard, take it seriously, complete it, and now she's like, a month after and she's still doing almost all of it and she lost like 15 or 20 pounds during it she changed the way she ate she reads every day now she goes outside her dogs are walked every day and I think that if you take it seriously it could be really a cool challenge to like change your habits so yeah smash it yeah I smash it I tried it but did you so I did I got to day 38 but I couldn't continue because I had a show day and I'm like okay so for the listeners 75 hard was created by this entrepreneur named Andy Frisella and it's all about like mental toughness so it's 75 days of just like completing a little list of things and you have to do them every single day if you miss a day you have to start from day one if you, mm-hmm. if you miss one thing on one day 
So there's a bunch of things you have to do each day. And if you miss one thing on one day, you have to start from day one again. And that's the whole point is that you have committed yourself to something. Yeah. And you are going to see it through to the end. And so what you have to do is you have to follow a diet, whatever that means for you. Like it could be keto. It could be counting your macros. It could just be like no junk food, but like, I mean, no junk food is part of it. There's no cheat meals. There's no cheat days. There's no junk food, no drinking alcohol. Um, So just follow a diet that like aligns with you. Do two workouts a day, 45 minutes each, and one of them has to be outside. So I would go to the gym every day and I would go for a 45 minute walk outside every day. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could go for two 45 minute walks if you wanted. Um, you have to drink a gallon of water a day. So like four liters of water a day and read 10 pictures of a non-fictional book every day, like an educational or personal development book and take a check-in photo of yourself every day. So it sounds like a lot, but once you got doing it, it wasn't that difficult. It's just, it's like the mental fortitude of like, you have committed yourself to doing it and nobody is going to make you get up at like 11 o'clock at night and be like, oh my God, I didn't take my picture and go take your picture. Or it's almost midnight and you're exhausted and you're like, well, I have to read 10 pages like I have to, yeah. otherwise I have to start again. And so like, I had like a little notebook with me and every morning I'd write the date and I'd write the like five things I had to do. And every day I would check them off and I'd like put them, I'd wake up and I'd like carry that notepad with me everywhere. So I didn't forget it. Yeah. Um, and it was really difficult, but also like it became pretty easy. Um, but I just couldn't do it. Cause on show day, I'm like, well, how am I supposed to work out twice? Well, that's fair. <laughs> on show day, like two forty-five yeah. minute workouts, and technically, sure, like when the show was done, I could have gone and worked out and gone for a forty-five minute walk or something. But I think I just at that point, like, yeah, I let it pass. I guess so. Well, that's totally fair for a show day. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I could have easily just like started again the next day and been like, okay, I'm on day one again, but I didn't. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I would say that like you don't need to be that extreme like if you that doesn't that's not what it takes to be fit but um it's a really good if you've never challenged yourself and been like I'm going to commit myself to something and commit yourself to it and do it then it's a good I would say it's a good thing I feel like if you're on the fence of competing um and it's not something that you've like you're not really into the sport but you think "Hmm, I'd like to challenge myself in a fitness way and like people are so quick to be like I'm gonna do a competition I think something like this is better to take on first than throwing yourself into like a sport yeah um, that's a really you know what I mean one. if you're not yeah if you're not truly into bodybuilding but you want to challenge yourself I think something like yeah. this is good but actually something like this totally works with being in prep or being a bodybuilder because other than okay time it differently like don't time it so that you'll have a show day or a peak week during because I even did it during peak week um but don't time it so that you have like a peak week during your 75 days like but you can end it like you know a week before peak week or something or a week before your show For sure. and time it but it works perfectly because like you're going to be moving anyway you can go for a 45 minute walk you can 
do even just 45 minutes of yoga like that still yeah. counts like it doesn't have to impact your prep it doesn't have to be detrimental to your prep and like the other things like I mean you're taking check-in photos anyway so just take one yeah. in a day reading 10 pages of a book like we should all be reading more like these are yeah you know, we have to be following a diet anyway and not have cheats so like all of these things are very easy to do in prep yeah. so I would say like yeah as a as a bodybuilder we we smash 75 hard yeah um this is the most ridiculous wording that I've ever um heard for getting outdoors but they've decided to call it on this one website biophilia exercise ew I just I know I'm like I like that sounds so wrong I know it does but it's basically like working out outdoors like getting getting activity like in outdoor settings and I'm like you literally just say that (laughs) I know the other the other like website list just calls it outdoor training and I'm like why would you call it biophilia exercise like they're trying to make it a thing like people have been working out outdoors for like ever yeah no kidding anyway so I smash working out outdoors and I pass calling it biophilia exercise same I don't personally work out outside but I think it's good for you yeah and I think so like they're saying here it's like stand up paddleboarding kayaking mountain biking you know Mm, backcountry hiking like all of these things and I think that those are awesome like yeah since I um have wanted to get my like daily movement up I've just been going for so many more walks um, and hikes, but like out in nature and on trails. And I forget like how good it feels and how much movement you get in your, like in your day from like going and doing something like that. And it just passes. Like you go for a walk outside or you go do something outside or a hike or a bike ride or even swimming or something. You've like burned so many calories. You've moved your body in like such a different way and completely different than just sitting on a treadmill yeah. in the gym, you know so mm-hmm. um it can be a really good way to like switch it up and I think it totally fits in with your pro- programming like your coach can easily say yeah just hit your daily steps and if you go hiking like that's yeah awesome, you know yeah um, or if you want to like go for a bike ride or kayaking or anything like there's no reason that that can't be included in like your prep or your yeah for sure yeah smash Smash. um I like working out outdoors a lot and by working out I mean hiking yeah (laughs) yeah but when I did the um when I did 75 hard I think like maybe once or twice I went and did like stretching and kind of yoga stuff like on the grass once and that was really oh, nice yeah I was like oh I can see why people do this now but you know um okay next fitness trend Dun-dun. all right this is hilarious but it says kegel exercises but particularly working on your pelvic floor I have seen this becoming a trend yeah. lately for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's great, honestly, smash, because I am somebody who deals with like a, they feel 
like my doctors think that a lot of my back pain comes from pelvic floor issues oh yeah I personally just haven't got the courage to go get that actually worked on because it's a lot of internal stuff that they do um and I'm just not quite comfortable with that yeah (laughs) um but yeah I think it's honestly great I think that women's health has been shoved in a corner for way too long so I like the fact that these things are just becoming a lot more normalized in society and we can talk about it more and get more help and more people are going to specialize in it so smash yeah I smash so um yeah a lot of times too like strengthening your pelvic floor um like that can help like things like improving your bladder control or enhancing sensations during intimacy but also like your your overall like core strength um Mm -hmm. and a lot of like your posture and core strength and alignment in your body like comes from the pelvic floor like it starts there so every time I do physio my physio says like okay like activate your pelvic core and then you activate your glutes and like put your hips in the right position you get your feet in the right position and you like you're it kind of comes from like internally when you work on your posture like you start with your feet and then as you move up your body like you have to activate your pelvic floor as you're like working on your posture from like head to toe or from like toe to head really because you work from the from the ground up so like it's a huge part of your good posture and a really important part of like your even how you train in the gym yeah like keeping your well, floor activated and keeping your pelvic floor activated um yeah as well, you train it's really, like yeah that's where they think my injury comes from is <laughs> excuse me is not activating it properly during my heavy heavy lifts yeah so we should actually I know somebody who specializes in this stuff we should have her on the podcast oh that's a really good episode on this that would be really really cool yeah Yeah, I'll reach out to her um I like that idea so I've seen this one come up a few times and I have to uh I don't really understand what it is but it's called primal movement Oh my god, I've seen this. I know okay. some stuff. And it's not like it's not like Liver King being like, hey primals, but like Is it people like running on all fours and shit? Cause I've been seeing when I'm scrolling Instagram and I've seen no. people like I'm tapping into my primal instincts and it's them literally running on all fours, like jumping around in the forest like animals. It's okay. I don't think that <laughs> that's i mean maybe because if that's what you're talking about pass it's like i'm a human i don't need to be jumping around like a fucking animal Ooh, i am you know i'm gonna be honest i'm not sure i just it's on the list of like top trends i feel like i want to look at what it might be but that sounds creepy um yeah i don't know it just says that uh, it's a, not to be confused, confused with free movement. It is a 
exercise, primal movement exercise is a collection of movements to work your body in different planes. So oh maybe God, I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah, I hate that so much. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh my god. I okay, if I if I find one of those videos on Instagram, I'll send it to you so you can see what I'm talking about. It's what? No, that sounds creepy. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um yeah, no, I don't I don't know what that is, but all right, we're gonna move on to the next one. So what's another one? Um all right, so metaverse wellness is what they're calling it, but it's basically so online coaching. No, no, like <laughs> I think it's more so um like personalized apps and exercise tracking devices Mm. like I guess it's just it's talking about like well there's a bunch of different ones like wearable devices for one so wearable technology um you know like having like your uh like an apple watch or like some like a fitbit or garmin or even people that are doing like glucose monitoring I guess you can also like these are kind of like a whole bunch in one actually now that you think about it because all of these are like kind of trends right now but um um let's just go with wearable technology first okay um yeah smash I mean I used a watch throughout my prep and it was extremely helpful that was the first prep that I actually ever was very analytical about everything and very very specific and it made my prep a lot it actually made my prep a lot easier actually Mm -hmm. um because I could actually see what was truly happening well you know those things aren't 100% accurate but you know what I mean but yeah I think um, I liked it that's good I I don't have like an apple watch or anything but I do have my phone on me at all times and I track my steps with my phone Mm -hmm. um every once in a while I like won't have it on me um and like I'll just kind of estimate in my head like I don't need to look at the data perfectly but I could be like oh okay like I you know I probably missed about a couple thousand steps or something without having my phone on me but um I think it's I do think it's really helpful and yeah I the only thing I would say though is that like your watch telling you how many calories you burned in an exercise like in a workout is not a 100% accurate like you can't no you can't like use it as a exact tool to be like I burned exactly 752 calories like that's not it's just not accurate and so you can't let it like control your life or run your life if you're that's the thing you have to use it you have to use it for a use yeah I don't use mine now that I'm not in prep because Mm -hmm. I actually while I was in prep like if I didn't have my watch on I thought my like steps didn't count anymore and I was like would kind of go into a little bit of a panic because also too my coach would see everything that my watch was tracking yeah so I would be like oh I have to have it I have to have it and I don't know. I could see yourself becoming obsessed with those numbers yeah, and stuff. Like, so not in a good way. Yeah. So I think if you yeah. just use it properly, it's 
it's a smash yeah. but if you're like obsessively using it then pass yeah like I ask my clients to track their steps um and to just like be aware of them but I don't give them like calories burned for cardio. I say, I want you to do 30 minutes with your heart rate, like 130 mm. to 135. That's what I would do for my class. And the time and heart rate. Yeah. 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 And then let's just say like they start a prep and they have 30 minutes at their heart rate at 130 to 135. I don't want them to like look at their watch and like overanalyze like what their watch is saying. Cause it could read things differently like I don't know if you're just counting your heart rate and you're doing the work like you've done the necessary amount of work and then like maybe four weeks go by and you still have only 30 minutes but you're gonna have to increase the intensity like your body is gonna have adjusted to it so if yeah. you want to hit your heart target heart rate you have to increase the incline on the treadmill or the speed on the step mill to like keep your heart rate the same so like your plan is already accounting for like ensuring that you're burning your calories you need to burn and stuff like that so you can't let the watch like dictate every single thing you do or like let it determine whether or not you had a good workout like I know some people too like they'll I remember when I very first started working out I'd be like I'm not gonna like I'm gonna stay on the treadmill until I've burned x amount of calories and it's like yeah I didn't burn that much like that's just the generic number so yeah yeah. yeah um okay the next one related to that whole metaverse wellness is like uh virtual reality workouts so I mean if you like want to think like we games like we fit but this would be different this would be like wearing a yeah. you know like the headset and like I don't know playing badminton or like doing um on it I'll say smash honestly like whatever gets people moving like my my older brother he is a gamer like he's a fucking gamer like through and through and I know he uses shit like that and I think it's great because there aren't people that think the same way that like you and I think like there aren't people that this isn't people's passions right so I think anything to get some people moving is great yeah so um, I personally wouldn't use it, but like not for an actual exercise, I'd probably use it for fun. Yeah. Um, so it yeah. takes, I think it takes a long time to get used to um, <laughs> the motion sickness. So I actually used one and like a headset with like the controllers, like a yeah. virtual reality, like, like a really high tech setup, you know, like had like, yeah, like the different. VR thing, not even, yeah, not even like at a like it was somebody I knew that like had a setup at their house and I was like playing these games and it was yeah. super fun but you get really motion sick mm. like so motion sick you feel like you're gonna like throw up or faint or something and I'm like <laughs> yeah I've, I've used so one before too it's I'm just so trying weird. to imagine like and that's just in a game where you're like the controllers are just you're walking around and like shooting things or finding things or like, you know, doing archery or whatever kind of a game you're playing. But I'm trying to imagine like a workout where you're like moving around or something like, yeah, yeah, it would be really, I think you'd get really motion sick, but for sure, whatever gets you, you know, gets you going. Um, <laughs> one, okay, keep in mind that this is generic stuff on the internet. So 
this is meant for like the general population reading this like what are the trends and apparently women weightlifting is a trend and I'm like well yeah I smash that but smash that and I also do totally agree though like I really think that with the internet lately this could make me sound old but like kids are getting into the gym way way younger and including girls yeah and you know I think it's great like let's create these little muscle mommies instead of having all these girls fucking starve themselves yeah also like just having like a capable fit healthy strong next generation I like the idea of that very much I have a um a little light-hearted trend that I've thought about oh as we were talking (laughs) the oversized shirt that's tucked into girls sports bras in the back so they show their butt in the gym (laughs) um I pass I don't like working out in t-shirts because I I get too hot but like also you're only trying to show your bum yes um yeah I would pass that too I like how to do it but I like how it looks as an outfit though I'm like oh like I like their shirt that's a cool shirt and like hey their butt looks great I'm like yeah girl get it but like I would just feel silly if it was me. Like, I Same. Like- I honestly have like oversized t-shirts and sometimes I don't end up wearing them because like I refuse to wear them tucked into my sports bra, but I'm also too old to do that now. So, well, I'm old and I would like probably tuck it in like properly tucked in. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you remember too- like just tucking one corner into the side. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's like, what I would still do too. On the front side. But I wouldn't yeah. tuck it into the butt, but you know, or to the yeah. back sports bra. But um, you know what? Though I'll just I cut it. I think it looks cute. So like, I smash other people doing it, but I'm not. I'm gonna pass me doing it. Okay, same, same. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't judge other people for doing it, but on me, no. it's a pass for sure. It's a pass. Yeah, I, I just, just like, look like I'm trying too hard. Don't want to be hit on in the gym. So. Ugh, same. You know? Um. Okay. Biohacking. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, so it's like it's a bit ridiculous really. Like I'll read I'll read about it cuz I don't really fully get it fully either, but it's like I like I kind of have an idea. But it describes do it yourself biology. It's trying to hack your biology of your body by like and when you read it it sounds so silly because it's just says involves people making incremental changes to their bodies through diet, exercise, and lifestyle and supplementation to improve their health, well-being, and cognitive performance. And it's like, why do you have to call that biohacking? It's just called getting healthier. But okay. it's about eating better, sleeping, hydration, and supplementation primarily, but advancements have made it about augmentation with technology also. So you're biohacking technology includes continuous blood glucose monitors fitness wearables and implanted sensors so this is like I mean really like you're just gonna have people that are like oh I'm getting healthier with like my diet my exercise my lifestyle I'm sleeping better staying hydrated taking supplements whatever like that's normal and then you're gonna have some guy that's like I'm biohacking and he's gonna be Um like having like an excel spreadsheet of like his blood glucose and like you know i just feel like i pass on that because i'm like don't take it so seriously like just 
agreed go to the gym I, be healthy so i'm a barber by trade and i meet a lot of people in the day like a lot yeah i have an average of 15 clients a day and let me tell you i have met somebody like this every fucking time i've cut this guy's hair which is like once a month he is on to some other stupid ass trend so he bought one of those glucose monitors like a, for diabetes when that like yeah. implants into your arm yeah he was wearing that at one point then the next time he came in he was doing carnivore diet then the next time he came in he was doing keto then the next time he came in like every fucking month it was something different and it was over the top it's like if you're complicating things that much do you really think that you're gonna stick to it like no like you're just like trying to be over the top with things and they're overcomplicating and then you're just not even gonna fucking follow through with it anyway yeah that's ridiculous so pass <laughs> yeah i i pass only because it's like those blood glucose monitor things so yeah those are like you might see them like a little white patchy square box thing that like it's literally like plugged into the back of your arm and there are people with diabetes that like have to have continuous blood glucose monitoring going on because they could die if their (laughs) insulin levels like drop or something so then people are like oh I I think it makes people overthink and like your average person like will completely overthink their health they're like I should be checking my blood glucose it's like no like you don't have diabetes like you're totally okay like yeah I like I know that um I don't know just you just gotta like eat healthy and sleep and take care of yourself it's it's really that simple I know I know an athlete that their coach was getting them to check their um their blood glucose like a few times a day and they'd like prick their finger and use the little like monitor thing and they like literally got so obsessed with what where their blood glucose was that it like became an obsession for them and then they went to their like regular doctor and their doctor was just like you're fine like chill the fuck out and he had to like literally just get rid of that part he couldn't do it anymore because he was he got so obsessed with seeing those numbers oh yeah so I guess that kind of like falls into when we were talking about always wearing that watch too. Yeah. Or like overly tracking with your MyFitnessPal. Like any of these things yeah. can just like really become a controlling factor in your life. And so I think there's a place for it in prep. Yeah. But I also feel like there's a place where it can just get in the way of your prep. Yeah. And your life. Yeah. Like I realized that like the my fitness pal just got in the way of my prep when I was in prep whereas a meal plan didn't but for other people um, it, like it would be opposite but like yeah you just have to yeah 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 you exactly. gotta find what works for you too because yeah we've talked about this on the pod before but like meal plans that suffocated me and it made me feel so restricted whereas yeah. like my fitness pal like saved my whole thing whereas like yeah. for you it's opposite so everyone's different so you just gotta find out what works and what doesn't work for you yeah and if like any of these things that you're tracking are becoming like crippling like I remember I'd want to hit my 10,000 steps and I remember I'd be like in bed at night and I would look at my phone and it'd be like (laughs) 9,950 and I would like get up and do 50 (laughs) steps and I'm like that's insane 
like it and it was it was nothing to do with physical that wouldn't actually make my prep better if anything like the anxiety that I'm causing myself over it was like worse you know yeah like just go to sleep and be like I get did you know what I mean yeah that's a hard one because this we're in this culture of like be perfect but um okay so I just have another list up and yeah primal primal movement is on there um and yeah it says primal movement refers to the movements humans have been doing for naturally for hundreds of years such as crawling lunging reaching pushing and more yes that's what I was thinking so think of like neanderthals like literally like crawling around you know um but if you want to get on the trend think of it more of a back to basics approach rather than a timely fad by adding squats deadlifts farmer carries etc to your workout and I'm like yes totally like because I had to help lift something really heavy um a couple weeks ago and I had to deadlift to do it it was like a boat trailer and I so we had to like pick up the boat trailer to like put it on the trailer hitch and I'm like if I didn't know how to deadlift I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been able to do that you know yeah really heavy but um okay what's the last one or there's two more uh working out as a mental health tool smash smash obviously fuck hardcore fucked up these days and like it all comes down to moving your body and now people are like oh it's a it's a new thing oh wow it's like no this has always been it (laughs) no like why do you think you're depressed because you're not moving you have muscles why else do we have muscles i'm looking back and like like the 70s yeah look back in the 70s there's like barely any fat people looking now everyone's fucking fat wow it's unfortunate that our society has really set us up for no movement Mm -hmm. sitting in desks all day at school sitting in desks all day at work yeah and such a busy schedule and it's like we don't even have time to like exercise a lot of people don't like they wake up, they get their kids ready for school. They take them to school. They go to work. They work all day. They come home. They pick up their kids. They make dinner by the time it's like, and then they're exhausted. I know. Like, well, yeah, like no wonder. So I think it's really important to like move and that when you move in a healthy way that your mental health follows a lot of times. 100%. Like, yeah. you know, I would say going for a walk outdoors is my number one tip. For anyone yeah to improve their mental health an outdoor walk and like that is so important even in prep because mm-hmm. when you're in prep a lot of the times like you are so busy like everybody works or has school or whatever they're doing and then they're in the gym they're doing cardio in the gym and it's like you spend a lot of time indoors so if you're yeah. if you can do part of your prep steps or exercise or cardio outside like I think that's so important like time in nature and yeah yeah so agreed I have one last trend to finish up on okay bodybuilding and competing oh as a trend yeah well I smash I smash too obviously (laughs) (laughs) but I um I do yeah, like I see it becoming more and more and more popular, but now that I'm so deep into it, I don't actually know if I see it 
being as popular anymore. I can't I can't tell because I'm I'm so deep into it that I can't see from the outside. So I do get little glimpses from the outside being a barber. So I've got clients that range from the age of six to the age of 90. And I have quite a few, I've accumulated quite a few 16 year olds and 14 year olds who actually are all in like the same kind of like little friend group. But every single time I get a 14 year old to 16 so 14 15 16 I always ask I'm like oh what do you guys like to do like for fun every single one bodybuilding 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 and it's like I think because of social media yeah I'm gonna sound old saying this but because social media like blew up bodybuilding now all these younger people are actually seeing it and exposed to it so people are getting into it so much younger like I think it was what two years ago maybe a year ago they had to up the age of what you were allowed to um like they upped it to 18 it used to be 16 I think that was last year yeah yeah so I think they did that because they're seeing such the surge of like younger people coming into it so mm-hmm. um yeah I can see it being a, a a bigger trend especially with younger people well, the thing is, too, is that social media has made people realize that, like, anyone can do it. And it sure. that's, like, a positive thing. Like, literally, like, okay, you want to change your physique? Just go to the gym, follow these exercises, follow this program, hire a coach. Like, you can do it. Anyone the, can do the, it. It's, yeah. The issue is, though, is when you get 14, 15, 16-year-olds, they're not looking at it like that. They're not looking at okay, I'm going to get healthy. They're seeing sebum. They're seeing all these, like, even when I talk to some of these 14 year olds, they're naming names that I don't even fucking know because they're all these younger upcoming, TikTok like 20, yeah. 20 year old influencers. You know, they're not really the the true bodybuilders that yeah, they're like, like you and they're I would like know. Influencer bodybuilders, not like yeah so they're kind of into that kind of trend and like I had a 14 year old sit in my chair a couple weeks ago and the first thing he asks me is he goes you natty I'm like you're 14 you're 14 and you're talking about steroids with me and I ask them questions about what they know about this stuff they are so fucking uneducated dude it's insane like some of the stuff that the 16-year-olds have told me that they think they know about steroids is actually scary. It's alarming. So I pass on it on that aspect with the whole influencer side. Um, I love the fact that younger people are getting into like training and stuff like that, but I just hope that they stay safe out there. (laughs) Oh, stay safe out there, children. Wow, no kidding. I like, I feel so far removed from TikTok culture that I just I don't even know how to relate to it or you know what I mean oh my gosh same like I, I don't have TikTok um but I I get my updates from my clients <laughs> yeah no kidding it's yeah. so different working in the public oh my gosh yeah I'm so separated from society <laughs> um yeah that's pretty funny I'm not really sure then how I feel about that because like I like bodybuilding. I think it's great. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. But I think I forget that there's so much like misinformation and yeah dangers out there. I think that that's that makes it hard for sure. Mm. 
Yeah. Okay. There is one more. It's not even like a recent fitness trend. It's been a trend for a long time, but like hits workouts keeps coming up and I pass. I, you don't, oh, I love hit workouts, but you don't um, need it like for fitness. I don't know. I do agree with you that <laughs> you don't, you don't need it. Um, but my body responds really well to hit. Um, and I mentally really like hit. So um, like it challenges me and it like keeps me busy during my cardio, like every like 30 seconds to a minute or whatever, you're like changing speed or doing something different. So I smash it. Um, but it's not for everybody. I don't like it at all. I find it fatiguing and exhausting and like you're just taxing your central nervous system and it's just too tiring. I don't like it. That's fair. I don't know. I don't think you need to do it. I don't think, I think like, especially when you're like deep in prep that like hit can be like detrimental. I don't do a deep in prep. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. sprinting and stuff. Like I remember my first coach, like as prep got further and further and further along, like that's when the hit would start being implemented, like the closer and closer you got, because you have to work harder and harder and burn more calories and stuff. Right. Like you're so depleted and so exhausted that like sprinting it, you're just going to like hurt yourself. Like doing sprints or yeah, if you're like super fatigued, yeah, even but like I, I like sprints, it, like, yeah, I like it like in the beginning of prep to get me like kind of going. I like it in like a in like a fun, like more fun setting, like doing sprints outside or something, just simply want to do sprints, but not like as part of cardio. That's fair, <laughs> but no, yeah, are there any? Awesome. Other- fitness trends I don't think so no I don't think I'm not off the top of my head anyways but if you guys can think of any more silly fitness trends dm us and let us know but that was fun that was fun nice little are there any other things that you see on instagram that feels like a trend I think we covered the ones that like I have actually been seeing mm-hmm. so yeah yeah I agree all right cool that was good yeah, yeah that was fun and go to good sleep did she text us or anything no she hasn't at all so she must be absolutely ko'd which is honestly i'm happy for her i'm a little jealous but yeah no that's good i actually woke up so early this morning i think i had like a maybe five hour six hour sleep last night so Ugh, i'm yeah. jealous but she deserves it she's deep in prep she's yeah yeah it'll be funny when she wakes up and realizes <laughs> i know that's okay it's yeah. all, right. We did it without her. all right thanks for listening everybody yeah thanks for listening to another episode of overall package podcast you can find us on instagram at overall package podcast and i am astronaut fit and my instagram's allison and fitness and gabby's is gabrielle Bolietta. yes okay. all right